Pulp MX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Yeah, that's right, fantasy. It's where it's at. We're going to try to help you uh, do really well this weekend in Indianapolis. It's an east-west shootout for 250s, which makes the picks really, really hard. Uh, we'll review how we did in St. Louis. Lots of high scores in St. Louis and lots to talk about when it comes to uh, who we picked, who we're going to pick, how this weekend in St. Louis is going gonna, is gonna to go down, and, and everything else. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Pulpamex Fantasy. This week is a Joey Savacci jersey up for grabs for the weekly winner. And, of course, weekly prizes for Michelin and Pro Taper and Fly Racing and much more. Uh, we want to thank Pro Taper for coming on this podcast. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, all using Pro Taper. And uh, Pro Taper. Pro Taper Drive components can be found and uh, on those machines as well as the control from the first innovation, which was that oversized bar with no crossbar. Remember when Bradshaw ran it? That was invented and patented by Pro Taper, and since then, Pro Taper has prided themselves in providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fill the control and drive needs from today's racer to the average weekend warrior like myself. ProTaper.com, please check them out. Also, too, 100%, uh, 100% goggles are crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest levels of functionality and accurate vision. But oh no, it's not just goggles. Uh, the collection does not stop there. The 100% offers a massive line of casual apparel, ranging from ultra-premium athletic wear, something that I would, I would partake in, to officially licensed Geico Honda Team merch, 100% has something for everyone on or off the track. And the best part is, if you're listening to this podcast, check in, uh, type in Pulp18 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Pulp18 to save 25% on uh, casual wear and accessories. And thanks to Kawasaki as well. Two motorcycles up for grabs. Maybe a third for outdoors. We're trying to work on that. But right now, a 2019 Cowie KX450F is up for grabs as well as a 2018 Cowie 250F as well. One is a uh, random draw if you signed up for the whole year, and one is uh, for the winner of Supercross. So, yeah, it's not going to be me, but uh, we'll get right into that, uh, talk about how we're doing, what's going on, and everything else. First up on the line from Get and Athena, uh, Dan Truman. What's up, man? How are you, Dan? I'm good. I'm, I'm getting better. Uh, like JT said, the series started in Daytona, and, and we're coming for you. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, you have slipped by me. Parabinos has slipped by me, and uh, JT is is apparently coming on. So yeah, it's uh, I played it safe this weekend. Got a lot of points, but guess what? Everyone else got a lot of points, Dan. Everyone got a lot of points. Yeah, I I got minus fifteen in the first gate drop, so that wasn't good. Shocker. Uh, also on the line from from Pro Taper, uh, ProTaper dot com. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? What's up, boys? How's it going? Well, we're doing all right, man. Um, also on the line from Fly Racing. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? I am here, and I am ready to continue the comeback. Just chugging along. It's you, on. You are Series just started a, Daytona. Right. I'm two for two. This is uh, this is 2002, Steve. And yeah. Much like that 2002 yep. season, I'm going to crush your dreams. Well, if I remember that right, though, the 2002 season. Uh, 
No, never mind. Didn't and you remember, right? Ricky yeah. Carmichael came from behind. And yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking the next year. All right, um, <laughs> let's let's get into this. Uh, so the the scores were high, like we said. Lots of fifty twos from a lot of riders. The field is thinning out. Uh, before we get into Indianapolis and the rules and how we decided what we're going to do on the shootout, we'll start with that before we get the four fifties. I think for this week, let's go into how we did uh, in St. Louis. So, so I had two hundred and sixty nine points. Pretty good round. Uh, but a lot of people had uh, uh, had a lot of points more than that. Two sixty nine would be good on a on a normal weekend. So um, let's see here. I had uh, two fifty class went pretty well. Mosman was the top pick. Uh, well, not the top pick, but tied for the top pick. Uh, Ramet, Jacob Williamson, and Zach Williams uh, all got fifty two points, which is the max. And I had two of those guys. I had Ramet, who I think we had called that all. In our last week's show, all of us were like, ah, you got to take him. It's his first ride for Star. He's a veteran supercrosser. His times were good. So I would be surprised if any of us on this line did not have Remet. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I had Remet. I had Jacob Williamson. That's pretty good. I had Josh Osby, who is kind of turning into, from what I noticed, a little bit of a guy who can't get through 20, 50 minutes plus, plus the lap. So Osby, certainly uh, speed was there and jumped the quad in practice, which was amazing. But he only got me 32 points, so not so good for Josh Osby. And my all-star was a guy that I thought was getting first or second, uh, Austin Forkner. Uh, he didn't get either. Crashed out, uh, got fifth. Uh, crashed out of the lead, got fifth overall. So I lost five points with Forkner. Uh, only got 21 points. So uh, I couldn't pick Hartraft, and he was 38 after those guys. Peters did another good week, 38. I wasn't really looking at Peters. Drake Sizemore I was never going to pick. Tanner Basso was never going to pick. So those guys were also up there in points. Uh, we'll go start with you, JT. Uh, who'd you have for 250s? I had a stellar team, uh, much superior to yours. Um, I had Austin Forkner, who, yeah, I'm going to crash. Yeah, kind of a bummer. Actually, two crashes. So it is what it was. Um, you got 21 points. Um, I felt really good about him. Honestly, though, I probably should have been a little smarter because I thought he would win or crash just with that much um, kind of built-in excitement for the weekend. What were you going to say? You keep trying to jump in. No, 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 no. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. uh, Looking back on it, you're like, Zach's pretty steady. Yeah, I just, man, I really felt good about Forkner, but I also did think win or crash, and yeah, he did that. The crash thing twice. So yeah. what it is what it is. But I, yeah, you lost. You only lost. Five, yeah, you lost five points. It's not like I'm yeah. okay with that. Like whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had Mostman, 52. <clears throat> nice work. Uh, he looked really good all day, and uh, I just I was confident with him as long as he got a decent start. I felt like with the field the way it was, it was so depleted mm-hmm. for St. Louis. Um, the, the really the the toughest part for him was getting in the main event. He basically had to rock, knock Remy Alves off the track <laughs> to get in the main event. Uh, in the heat race, so uh, in the LCQ, he would have gotten in easily if he yeah. crashed. Though, so it is what it is. I was worried. Uh, uh, I was worried about Daytona crash, man. It didn't look good. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, you know? I just watch him in practice all right, day. Right. Um, I know you don't typically watch those unseated very often, but I watched him. He looked great, so I, w- I felt confident with him. Uh, Thomas Remet, um, I raced him a ton. I probably knew him. Knew more about him and knew him better than anybody that wasn't on Star Racing Yamaha, just because I've been around him so much. Um, and he kind of did what I thought he would do. Uh, he started really well. He's always been a good starter. His sprint speed's really good, but I knew he would get tired. I was just concerned with how tired. And luckily, the field is, like I said, it's it's really beat up, and a lot of the good guys are out. 
so he was, you know, he only fell back to 10th, but you could see him, man, that 16 minutes was really wearing on him. Uh, but yeah, 52 points, that's uh, that, yeah, perfect score for him. And then my final guy was Jacob Williamson. Uh, he got third in his heat, great job there, and then was just steady in the main event. Um, he actually started fading a little bit, but then um, just kind of hung around, and, you know, he was a he was a 12 handicap and got 13th. Um, so yeah, another 52 from him. So yeah, I was, uh, You're five points shy, excited, man. It, five points shy of a perfect weekend. Game. Five points shy of a perfect week of a perfect. Yeah. Five. If Forkner doesn't throw it away, <laughs> right. um, which we're going to have another guest on here in a minute that did have the perfect score. Um, I'm not picking those first lap leaders, so I'm never going to be in the mix for that anyway, unless it's triple crown. Um, but yeah, really good 250 score for me. Uh, all right, Paul, who'd you have? Well, I got one word for you, Steve, and it's, and it's perfection. The word is perfection. The whole team showed up at St. Louis. I um, So I had a couple of uh, Rockstar Husky Pro Taper supported guys and Zach Osborne and Michael Mosman. Those guys uh, obviously did good. Zach got maxed out. He won the race. He got 26. Mosman, we talked about, got 52. And then um, I listened to JT's advice on Thomas Remet. He looked good in practice. He was a 10. I went that way with him. He got 52. And um, I had A-Rod on my team for a very, very long time. But then right at the end, I'm reviewing my team, and I'm asking myself the question, why is Jacob Williamson not on my team? Yeah. And I made the switch, the, 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 dreaded, the dreaded switch at, at three minutes before lockout, which always usually works out wrong, but it worked out good this time. He got 52, so I scored 182 in 250 class. And, and, uh, you had a first-up leader or no? You, didn't, you did not have a first-up. No, no, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't do that. Right, only Dan. Right, only Dan does. Only Dan. Um, nice job. Good job on that, Paul. Um, I think Mark's told us – did he say there was 30 people with a perfect team? I thought he said some crazy number. No, I thought he said nine. Was I that it? I think he said there was nine. Okay. Nine. All right. Um, but that included the first lap leader. Oh, did it? Okay, so nine people who even got the first lap leader. Who was Forkner? Uh, pick trend from St. Louis. Ramette was 52, and – I don't know. Was it Dan or Paul not on the on this pod last week? One of you two. Anyway, I, I wasn't on. <clears throat> yeah, so we all were on Ramet right away. Brand new guy for Star, but a veteran supercross rider. He was fifty-two percent pick trend. Osborne was forty. Jacob Williamson was thirty-eight. So a lot of people looked at that qualifying time. Uh, Forkner was thirty-eight. A Rod was twenty-five, um, uh, and then Cartwright was next at twenty-one. Uh, so couple people nobody picked Sizemore nobody picked Basso um nobody picked Jmart who got a or seven seven percent people picked Jmart so a lot of people were on to well Mosman only got 16 uh percent pick trend and he was perfect so um Dan who'd you have I had uh I had Luke Redlin as my all-star and he got 26 points so uh, I I thought more people would pick him he's been top seven pretty much yeah, every weekend 13 so. percent pick trend for him yeah, so I, he did good. I had Mosman, like JT and Paul. Um, he was obviously good. I had Ramet, like we all said. And then, uh, unlike Paul, I, I had Rodriguez and, and didn't change it. And uh, I still was good. He got 36 points, I think. So I lost out on 18 points with not switching him. Yeah. Um, Jacob Williamson, obviously, it's easy to say now he was good. But we all picked him at round one, and he didn't make the main event. So I was just trying to get guys that would be in the main event for sure. And I felt like A-Rod would be in the main event no matter what. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, he's solid, especially like with the depth the way it is right now. So nobody went Osby, huh? The, the, the jumping the quad no. didn't didn't – didn't impress anybody. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't make the quad. 
jump all did it the last lap after that. Yeah, he did the last lap of practice. Yeah, after his rear shock hole shot thing locked down after casing the quad, he did it then. Yeah. Let's move on to 450s and the number one score, the seven deuce deuce. 46 points, 15% of people took them. Nice job for seven deuce deuce. Uh, Dylan Merriman was next. Nobody picked him at 42. He scored 42 points. Nobody picked him. Uh, then Mookie, 38. It was a 36% pick trend. Uh, the Cat got 38. 3% pick trend. Freeze, 36. 25% pick trend. Subaros, 36. 27% pick trend. So that's, uh, that's a list of uh, who did what. This is a class that really hurt me. Um, I went Dean Wilson. Yeah, I went Dean. He was a zero handicap. He got me 30 points. 12% of people picked him. I don't know. I just thought he looked good. Uh, the next one was uh, Tyler Bowers, everybody. 30 points. Uh, Bowers got uh, 12th, or 14th again. Didn't do very well, so Bowers, 30 points. Uh, my all-star was Anderson, 26 points. Good job for that. And the next guy I picked was a guy that consistently – Scores high in the 450 class week after week uh, the last uh, month or so. And he's done really well. And I picked him. And he had his worst race. Thank you, Kyle Chisholm. Thank you. Uh, 26 points for Chiz. Uh, 11% uh, pick trend. The gap between first and the last place guy outside of Chad Reed, Dan. Chad Reed let everybody down with five fantasy points, Dan. I personally blame you. Um, uh, Chisholm had 26 points and Entignap had 46, so 20 points gap. So it was, it was tight in 450 class. Uh, I'll start with you, Paul. Who'd you have? Did you have another perfect perfect race? No, no, I didn't. Um, I, I, I honestly, I couldn't pick Seven Deuce Deuce. I, I it, it's even though his heat race looked so enticing, he, yes. I would say he got the easier, easier of the two heat races. Oh, you think? Um, but I, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, I just still couldn't do it. You know, it's such a it's it's so important to have eight guys in the main, and I just I what can I say? I just I just didn't I, I wasn't a guarantee. So um, I went Brayton for my all star um, riding the momentum. He's a four. I figure he could do top five. Uh, he looked good all day. Um, great on that track, great in that dirt. So he maxed out. He got twenty six. Um, I went Tyler Bowers as well. Um, Nate, a little bit because you were so high on him, but I was too. He looked he looked great. Um, but, well, yeah, qualifying yeah, well, and yeah, he looked good in practice. Yeah, but it's it, it's the same situation with Tyler, and and you know I I don't know I don't know what it is, but um, he just can't seem to hang out in that top ten when till the checkered flag comes out. Always something happens. Something happened this time as well. So, but still good points. Um, I took Dino as well, just as you. Um, pretty solid <clears> points, and then Vince Priest as well, who was higher up most of the race, but then um, just didn't finish there, but still doubled. Um, so. I think I did okay in 450. The, the one guy I think I left on the table was Subaross. Um, I don't know why I didn't pick him, but I didn't. I just overlooked him. And uh, so still solid points in, in, in 450 class. So I, I think I scored 304 total. So it's still a good weekend. Right. All right, Dan, who'd you have? Uh, we strategically had Chad get last, by the way, so I could pick him at Indy. Nice. Good job. That was the plan. Yeah. So uh, I had uh, Jason Anderson as my all-star. Uh, like you, he he was good all day, and and he got twenty six points. So that was good. Um, I did pick seven deuce deuce. You were you were standing with me, and we looked at that heat race, and, and yeah. the other one looked like a main. The other one looked like a main event, and that I one know. did not look like a main event. I know, and, but but still, <laughs> still, but yeah, yeah. So I took him. That that paid off really good. Um, I couldn't pick those next 
group of guys, Bowers and Stewart. I had them the week before as yeah. well as Superoff. So I was in kind of a tough spot. I was never going to pick Merriam. Um, I did pick Vince Freeze. Um, like Paul said, he was up there. Something happened, maybe a fall or something, but uh, it was still pretty good. And then I had uh, Christian Craig. I thought Craig would be better. He's you know, been uh, top five the first two races he rode. Um, and, yeah, he was kind of a letdown for me. I mean, he was still top ten but and got double points, but only 26. So I thought he would be a little bit better. Uh, and I had Tomac to lead the first lap, so I got 15 points there. Nice. So. Um, yeah, Chiz has been great almost every week, and then not this week. So thanks, thanks, Chiz. Just, just screwing me right in the Chiz. Um, all right, JT, who'd you have? Uh, Jason Anderson, he looked fantastic all day. I knew he would kind of bounce back just from the way he was riding. And, and he was almost, for me, a guarantee out of three to get 26 points. Uh, ben Sfreezy, I had the same as you guys. Uh, he was riding really well, had some bad laps in there. Still got 12th. I'll take it at a seven. Uh, seven handicap, that was pretty strong. I was hoping he would be able to stay ahead of Benny. Um, I kind of felt like Mookie and Christian Craig and those guys were just, they were going to beat him. Like, that's just how it was going to go. Um, but 12th is all right. Uh, Bowers was a bit of a disappointment. Um, you know, he's winning his heat race crashes. And, man, in the main events, he to me, he just looks tired. I, I don't know that. I haven't talked to him. I don't know what he does during the week. I don't know any of that. But to me, when I'm watching him, he looks tired. Um, he was able to hold on to a 14th, but his speed, he should be much. He should be more like a 8, 9, 10 versus a 14. That's just, that's just my opinion. Uh, and then I had Subaris um, at an 11. I felt like with the field, he would get in the main event for sure. This dirt is very similar to what he rides on in France, much more than, say, the Tampa or Daytona or anything like that. Um, yeah, he paid off. So 16th um, is probably where he deserved to be looking at this field. So, yeah, it's a good team overall. All right. Uh, overall rankings, JT, where are you at uh, pulling up? I'm 689. <laughs> Uh, overall, I am 2,000th place, okay. 2,044. I'm 689, so I'm still, you know. What's your total points? Uh, total points, 2,431. So I'm 2,228, and that's, bef- is that before or after the drop? I don't know if the drop's uh, been added. I don't think yet. it's been dropped yet. I don't think it's been added, sorry. Okay. I don't think it's been added. Well, regardless, <laughs> my number on uh, Sunday after Vegas will be higher than yours, so that's what I'm most concerned okay. with. Fantastic. Um, 50 whole dollars on the line. All right. Thanks yep. to ProTaper. Thanks to 100%. Uh, ProTaper.com as well as 100%. Uh, if you use the code PULP18 uh, at the website, ride100percent.com, you can save 25% on casual wear and accessories. ProTaper as well. And thanks to Kawasaki for all they do for this pod and for the game itself and everything else. So let's get into Indy. Who wants to explain the rules for this uh, East-West shootout. Who wants to go there on who we can pick, who we can't pick, and what the all-star format it is. I should have asked yeah, Paul. I mean, the best at it. Okay, Paul, go ahead. All right. So um, we we debated this a lot, and, and we really tried to put ourselves in all the, play, all the users' shoes and, and plan as far ahead as we can. So um, we can't ask. Uh, we can't ask people to plan so far ahead to where they are saving riders at the last West round to save them for the shootout. So how it's going to work is every player will be available in the West class, um, but every player will not be available in the 250 East class because whoever you pick at St. Louis won't be available at Indy. Uh, Dan brought up the best kind of um, statement that we all agreed on was you're still going to have four guys in each class that you cannot select. Um, every time you go to the page to take your riders for that weekend. So um, that being said, we also we also did a much different kind of strategy with the handicaps. 
Um, we feel that the shootout week weekend requires the most fantasy skill um, of all year, so you should be rewarded. So we didn't want handicaps to be so low and the game to be so tough that very, very low scores were produced. We still wanted fairly competitive scores. Um, so uh, we gave a little bit more generous handicaps, I'd say, to the guys all except for the all-star guys. Um, and I think all-stars are, have, done, have been done in a way that are going to make those very difficult to pick, too. So I think we have an extremely difficult game this weekend, but also um, potential to still put some fairly good scores on the map. So um, the way we set the all-stars is we made the points leaders two. So uh, Zach Osborne and Aaron Plessner are both twos. Everyone else um, is a three. And the all-stars are the top four in points from each coast. So then we have our eight all-stars, as we always do. Right. Um, that being said, um, so the guys that are in fifth through eighth in points, they are now eligible for double points. So we tried to go off past results. Um, what we know, uh, you know, just kind of general human knowledge between our collective group. Um, and, yeah, past results. And, and, and yeah, we're going to talk about the handicaps and how we arrived at them. So. All right. Uh, yeah, and, and just, just so everybody knows, going to the West Round, Seattle, your West Riders, you pick at Indy, will not be available in Seattle. So just you know, so if you're if you're planning ahead and you pick Aaron Plessinger as your All Star this weekend, he will not be available in Seattle. He'll be blocked out. So you know, just to you know to keep it fair, you just can't pick the same guys in the same class. If you pick Kyle Chisholm at St. Louis, you can pick him in the 450 class this weekend at Indy. So, or 250 class, sorry. Okay. Because he ran 450 at St. Louis. So um, just, to, just to be clear on that. Good to know. Uh, we think Hill is in, right? He broke his toe, but we, he is. we think he's in. Okay. Uh, Jay, I'm um, sorry. man today, yeah. Um, uh, Ferrandis is out. Amart's out. Davalos is out. Christian Craig is out. Um, RJ Hampshire is out. Um, Oldenburg's out. Oldenburg's out. Uh, Dakotas is out. <laughs> so just. Keep an eye on practice times, everybody. And we think, has anybody seen the format? But it should be heat races will be one east, one west, right? That's how probably it'll, it'll it, go. It, it, it'll it'll be the same as Vegas. <clears throat> right. So they'll yep. be qualifying throughout the day to get you into your heat race. Mm-hmm. Um, so the top top twenty twenty will qualify or twenty two, mm-hmm. and then uh, there'll be an east race and a west race for a heat race, and then the LC, LCQ will be combined. Right. So it will okay. be east and west. So at most there could be. Um, you know, three or four extra from one coast. Right. Well, okay, let's get into some picks, what we think uh, is going to happen this weekend at Indy. I think the fastest rider um, out of the whole group is Adam Cincerillo, but I'm not picking him. I'm not doing that um, because I feel like he could go either way. So give me for an all-star out of the top four in each class, give me reliable, trusty Zach Osborne. I didn't pick him in uh, in, in St. Louis, so I, I got him open. Uh, JT, you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. But, man, I worry about his start. Uh, mm-hmm. He got a good one this past weekend, but that hasn't been the norm. And when you pile in more competitors that are capable of staying at the front, it makes me a little nervous. So I'm not saying it's not a good pick to go Zacho, but I'm a little nervous. Who do you like then? Who would be better? All-star format. Like, I look at Forkner, and I'm like, oh, boy. Plessinger starts. Oh, boy. AC yeah. going bonkers. Oh, boy. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you make a good point. There's not a shoe-in by any means. Um, so I can't say Zach goes any better or worse than the rest. Uh, 
but I, you know, it's going to be one of those days for me where I kind of watch and see who's hot on that particular day. Um, if Zach starts were better, he would be the easy pick for me. I just I worry a little bit, man. If he, you've got Savachi and Plessinger and Cinturillo and Forkner and all these guys, and, and all the pro circuit guys don't like him anyway. So how hard are they going to make life for him coming through the pack? Um, I don't know. I can't answer any of those questions. Dan, uh, it's going to be interesting, though. What about you, Dan, for an all-star? AC won the last the last race yep. he did like this in Vegas. Yep. Um, I feel like he doesn't have much pressure. I think I like AC. His starts are good. I, I like AC, but I don't. I don't think you can go away from Plessinger either. Uh, he always rides good in Indiana. He's from there. I know his starts are you know iffy, but he's by far one of the best three guys in the class. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think you could look at. I mean, they're all four all-stars in each coast for a reason. So I, yeah. I think we made it hard, you know. Plessinger and Osborne are twos, and everyone else is threes. So um, I think it's yeah. going to be hard. I, I, I don't think everyone um, will have an easy all-star choice this week. I feel like Savachi's pretty safe. He's one higher than Osborne, you know. If JT, if you'd want to, you know, kind of go with what JT's saying, Savachi's pretty solid. I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he's got the speed to win outright. He can. Don't get me wrong. It's not like impossible, but. I like a few guys better than him to win, but give me that three. I think he'll be in the mix. He's pretty consistent. Um, so yeah. Also, uh, so Dan. Think, okay, go. I I like uh, I like Shane McElrath. Okay. Three. I think I think of the entire group, I think his starts have been the most consistent. I haven't heard a single hiccup with his time off. Um, I know he's been working and riding a lot, so. I, I'm a, I'm looking at him because I can't I can't take Zach. I, I do agree with you that Zach is a good pick, but I also agree with JT that it's, if he doesn't yeah. get the start, it's going to be hard to get the third to max out. Just so. while you guys are talking right here, I'm looking at these handicaps, and I, I honestly I don't know how this is going to go. I might just start crying. Like seriously, this is going to be really <laughs> tough. This is going to be gnarly. Um, but let's go, Dan. We'll start with you. Uh, you you help set these handicaps. Who do you like? It's tough. I don't really like any of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, all of us, me, JT, and Paul, we went back and forth on these handicaps, and they're tough. You know, you look at Justin Hill, who, who won the last race, the last West Coast race. He was awesome on a 450. Um, how much did his toe injury hurt him? I don't know. But, you know, he's a negative three. You want to think that's a pretty good pick. But uh, I, I really don't know, man. It's 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 really tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards some East guys. I think the East Coast is easier. So for me, I'm gonna lean towards some of those East Coast guys like Hart Ramp and uh, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Um, if you didn't pick Ramat last week, uh, I would pick him. I think he's a good pick. Uh, so it's it's really hard. I don't know. I don't know. Ramat's a twelve, so he's just got to get in. I, that is a good pick, but fifty three percent pick trend at St. Louis. So. Yeah, you know what? If you got a good point, Dan. A lot of injuries on the East. East is a little weaker. If you can pick Ramet, do it. None of us can, but uh, if you can do that, pick. Yeah, him. but I think I think if you can pick him, obviously, you know, a lot of yep. listeners didn't know who he was coming in. Yep. Um, I think you have to pick him. You have to gamble on him because if he makes the main event, even if he gets fifteenth or sixteenth, yeah, yeah. you know, that's still really good points. Uh, you agree, JT? Yeah, I think so. Um... I just know this. These shootouts are tough. From you know, historically, these Vegas rounds are really, really tough. I think you make a good point with uh, the East guys having a better chance to get in, but you still got to be you know top nine in a main event, basically in the heat race, or you know that LCQ really gets dicey. Uh, I don't know. It's if you need to gamble, I think for sure. 
but from what I've seen in the past, man, going safer at these shootouts seems to seems to pay off in the long run. Um, by the breaking news, Taft is out for this weekend too. Just just got a text, so Taft is out. He's, he might be still out. Technically, yeah, like out, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, Mel Ross at twelve is interesting. Hayden gets starts. He's pretty consistent. He's not a grenade out there. He went to the LCQ in Vegas though in the he, shootout. Yeah, but so. yeah, but he put it in, right? He got in. So yeah, he did, and and he was good in the shootout. He got eighth in the main event, but he has only gotten one top ten this year, which would not get you into the main event. So when you look at it. That way, it's really tough. You know, we went with guys that have gotten top tens, and Hayden only has one of them, I believe. So, um, you know, it's tough. That's a, I don't think that's a shoe-in pick. But, I mean, if he gets in, of course it's great. But that's you got to bet that he's going to get in the main event. And like KG said, sometimes you gamble and you only get one or two guys in the, in the shootout main event. That's not good. Paul, how do you feel about Mel Ross? I like him, Steve. I think that's a good pick. Um, he's a he's a good starter. He's quick and and really, yeah. You know, my my strategy I think is going to be to watch practice very closely, make sure yeah. no one has any big ones. Um, you're going to have to get a good practice time to get a good gate pick. You're, you're, I don't think anybody that qualifies, you know, twelfth or worse, is going to get in mm-hmm. through, the, through the through the heat race, and then you're going to have to deal with the nail biting LCQ or the combined LCQ, oh, boy. which is I just. I don't want my team in there. It's going to be I, – I can't deal with that stress on a Saturday. So, um, I mean, I think Mel Ross is a good one. The guy that I am most um, confident in picking here on a Wednesday is uh, Chase Sexton. Uh, he's a two. Uh, I think 100% he finds his way into the main event. And I think Indy is a track that he's going to excel at. You know, he's a, Indy gets beat up. It gets rutted. And that plays right into Chase's hands. His starts have been pretty good. He's had a really good break. I haven't heard any kind of hiccups or anything. So I like Sexton quite a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. He, yeah I'm, I'm he's in the main. Yeah, he's in the main for sure. Absolutely, he's in the main. Yeah. So I'm looking at those guys that are fifth and sixth in points or so, which is Sexton, right. Peters, I think, Renslin. Those are the guys that I feel most confident in. But um, but I do I do really like Dan's theory of. You know, the East is a little bit easier. But the problem is, is if an East guy don't get in through the heat race, I'm not sure any of the East guys get in through the West right, race right. or through the LCQ. I think the West has is, is got a deeper talent pool. JT, what about just just going like Osborne, Savachi, AC, you know, just yeah. really yeah. getting you hope for, for You it. hope to throw a 100, 100 point score up on the board. Right. Right, um, just, it's not the worst strategy. You're definitely not going to be anywhere near the top right. of the high scores just because people are going to get lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not a terrible strategy, I think. Uh, but I, I don't hate it. But I don't think to do very well, you can go more than two all stars. I think you're going to have to take your chances with some of these guys and hope you get it right. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's a way to do well picking three or four all stars. We are missing uh, Blake Wharton on here, you boys. Uh, what would you give him for a handicap, roughly, without off, off top of your head, JT? What, what, what's a uh, thirty-eight? He's a is he a fourteen? <laughs> is, is he a thirteen? Force race is Rhino going to the race? Rhino will be there. Okay, I want to factor that in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go at a shootout. Being his well, first race, I would go no no lower than an eight or so, maybe a ten. Oh, I'd go higher than that. I would think first race in four years. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Whatever. I mean, he he did almost win this race. I uh, like one of the last times he was there. Paul, what do you think? Lake Wharton. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he's a 16 if he shows up. He hasn't <laughs> raced all year. He hasn't yeah. raced yet. He hasn't <laughs> right. raced in many years. How do you – I mean, I know uh, he's won these things before, but he's J- a 16. JT just said eight. I'm like, oh. I said no lower than that. So, yeah, I mean, that's – I didn't know how crazy you guys were going to get. I mean, you picked Osby, so there's no telling what you're going to say. Osby was good. He was good. Um <laughs> I wouldn't pick Osby for this weekend, uh, but he can get a start. Oh, really? He can, oh, okay. he can get a start and hang in. Well, listen, he, it's a East this week. He, uh, you know, he can get a start. Um, what coast is Wharton? You listen to the things that come out of your West. Wharton is West. Josh Osby could absolutely make it through on the East with a start in, in a top nine in the heat. He really could. I disagree. I completely disagree with that All right, statement, well, just for the record. The start's going to be huge. It's going to be massive, and Osby can go, can go fast, and he can get a start. So... Uh, it's not crazy to think that Osby could be in this thing just because he's such a good starter. As a matter of fact, I'd like to look at this bike a little bit. This is, this is... I don't think Wharton can, I don't think Wharton can make the main event. I don't think Wharton's in the main. I, I'm sorry, I don't. First race. You think that Osby could get in but not Wharton? On the east, yeah. yeah. You're high. Okay. You are high. Wharton is, a, Wharton is a good starter, but yeah. there's just no way. Four years, it's bro. Just, I mean. Four years. Um, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's dig deeper into this. Uh, Heartraft, I like that at a nine. Yeah, that kid's good, man. Like he's legit. A nine is is not bad. He made me a fan of Tampa. Yeah, um, I don't mind that. But... <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh... I like that. That was funny, Dan. What I mean, <laughs> Dan, it's not it's not a bad thing to just be safe, right? Just just be. No, like... I, I don't think it's. I mean, the guy winning the Industry Idiots League hasn't gotten top six or seven yet this year, and he has, like, 40 more points than the next guy. So he just, I looked at his teams. He just picks solid guys every weekend. So I don't think it's a bad strategy this weekend at all to have eight guys in the main event and just pick good guys. Let's pick a guy uh, who's a home run guy. Uh, mine will be Osby, clearly. Um, what about you, Dan? Who's a guy that could really put it in this high handicap? It's Ramet for me. I mean, I can't pick him, but I think if you can pick him, he's the best pick on the board. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. Uh, outside of Ramet, do you have somebody? Um, I kind of, I kind of agree with Paul on on Sexton. Um, you know, he's an all star normally on the West Coast, and uh, you know he's he's a two this week. So, but he's not going to get you max points, I don't think. So. Is he a home run? No, but is he a solid pick? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of tough. I, I don't think there's a lot of 52-point scores this week that people actually pick. You know, if somebody like Osby gets in the main event, sure, you know, that's going to be a good pick. But I think right. his pick percentage will be under 5%. Yeah. What about you, Paul? Who's a home run pick for you could look at? A high handicap that could get in? Yeah. Like, I'm even, like, I is Phil, is Phil yeah. a, a pick out of 10? You know? I think a high one that could get in again. A high one that could get in. He's going to have to go through the LCQ, but I think it could be John Ramos at a fifteen. Wow, that's bold. That, that I mean, you want yeah. a high? No, one, no, I know. Yep, get in for Pete, but I yep. think it's possible that he gets in through the LCQ. He's a, he's pretty good. Um, I think in his head, he's like, I'm going there to make the main event. Like that's where I belong, type thing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of guys that are high handicaps that are probably just like, man, it's the shootout. I don't know if I'll make it. But to me, he's made every single West Main. He's had some decent finishes. Um, I think he could put it in the main, and that would be the highest handicap that I'd probably go. I would bet a lot of money there'll be some 14s and 16s in the main, or one or two. Just something weird will happen. A lot of money. You know. Go ahead. It's tough, man. That's tough. I mean, yeah. 
The highest I'm going, the highest, because I, I can't pick uh, Ramet again. Right. The highest I would go would be Cantrell or Rensland. At a, a nine. nine and an eight. Yep. Those are the highest I'm going. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't say you're wrong for that. That's for sure. It's crazy. I need eight guys. I, I, I know that I need eight guys. Chiz? Is Chiz going to make it? He's a, I think he's in the main for sure, but he's a five. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I think he probably finishes around 14th. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I figure he's been getting anywhere from nine to, you know, nine to 14 just in the West. Yep. So toss in the elite 250 East guys, and that's that's tough. Oh, yeah, even if you look at the 9 to 14 in the West for a heat race. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, Good point. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's crazy when you start really breaking this down. It is going to be tough. Uh, all right, I need four picks, though. I need four guys from you guys. Uh, Dan, I'll start with you. And even, never mind if you didn't – just who who would you pick if, if it was open for you? If, if it was open for me, I would pick Ramet. Yep. I would pick Chase Sexton. I would pick Kyle Peters. And I think I picked Mel Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I like Mel Ross. I don't know why. Something about it. Um, Did you pick an all-star? Oh, no. You got to pick, pick one of those, huh? Yeah, you got to pick an all-star. <laughs> well, that's typically guys, the reason why pick... people have team problems. <laughs> yeah, we, it, it is. But on our call, we'll have a little screen that tells me I need to pick an all-star. That's you. Um, so I would drop Mel Ross, and I would pick uh, AC. AC, huh? Yeah, I think I think I think AC's either winning this thing or he's getting seventh or eighth <laughs> with a crash. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think he wins it. JT, what's your what's your uh, what's your four? Cantrell, Rensland. I'm gonna go with Zacho, even though I was pushing back on you a little bit. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't have a better option right now. I don't think I'm gonna pick him on the weekend, but I don't have a better one yet. And then my last one. I kind of like Sexton. I think he's going to be great. This is a home race for him. Um, I think he's going to be good. Yeah, Sexton is a two. So, um, All right, uh, Paul? Well, I can't pick Osborne, which I would, but I'll, like I said, I'll go McElrath as my all-star. Um, I do like Sexton. I agree there. I like Melrose. Um, and then after that, it's, man, it's going to be practice time. I uh, so what do I have here? I have McElrath, Sexton, Melrose. Give me, uh, give me Brandon Hartraft. Yeah, I like Osborne, Hartraft, Melrose, and Osby. No, I'm kidding about Osby. I, I just, I think it could happen, but Melrose would be my sneaker pick. Ramette would be for sure if I could go. Absolutely. Do all four of us think Ramette is a really, really strong pick? Dan, you do, obviously. Dan, uh, JT, Paul? Yeah. I'm a little concerned about his main event. I think uh, I don't yeah. think he's going to get a ton of points. I think he makes the main, but I don't think he gets a ton of points. I really don't. Um, okay. I think it's going to be going to be tough. He was already a tenth place guy in the in the East. Add in a really strong West class. I think you see him get fifteenth or worse in the main event. All right. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm more with JT. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a slam dunk have to pick him type thing. All right. Uh, moving on to four fifties for Indianapolis ProTaper.com, Ride Hundred Percent dot com, and the Kawasaki guys. All here on the Pulpamex Fantasy Podcast. Parabinos, Thomas, Truman, me, Mathis. Uh, 450s for Indy. Let's see here. Uh, Cooper Webb, we think, is out, right? The official word hasn't happened, but we think he's out. Anybody have anything, hear anything different from that? No. 
Um, so keep, that's another guy into the rods, and he was out of St. Louis. So we had a lot of guys in the main. Um, seven deuce deuce. What'd you guys put him at? Eleven now. Oh boy, really hammering him for that main event, huh? Um, Hanny's there. Hanny's a sixteen still. Keep an eye on that, everybody. Dakota Tedder wasn't there. He had an infection uh, from a cut, I guess. Uh, don't know if he's going to be at Indy. But if, if like, Dakota Tedder, if he's in St. Louis, knocks one of those dudes out of the main. Knocks a Merriman champion right out of the main event, in my opinion. So keep an eye on Dakota Tedder. If he's back at 14 with the, with the, with the amount of guys hurt right now, that's not a bad pick. Do you, do you agree, Dan? Dan? Dan, Dan, Dan agrees. Uh, yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan, yeah. Dan agrees. I, I agree. I agree. Um, Tedder was set up and everything. Yeah. He was actually parked by us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. why he didn't He didn't race. Um, oh, I just said he, why he yeah, didn't race. He had an infection. I'm looking. I'm an infection like in his hand, or do you know where it's at? Cause it's, ankle. It's in his hand. Ankle. ankle. Okay. You don't need an ankle. <laughs> um, yeah, the picks are hard this week. I think that it gets easier because Chisholm's out also, and yeah. he was one main event guy. But um, I don't know. I, I think seven deuce deuce makes it again. He's yeah. an eleven, so yeah, yeah. I think I think you could pick him. All stars for me. I think Baggett's a good all star pick. He's a five. So I mean, there's there's some good picks, but I don't think there's a hundred and eighty point uh, score this week in four fifties. Tickle is a seven and an all star. Got a good start this weekend in St. Louis. Kind of went backwards, but he might be riding a little better. And he's a seven. With my strategy of always picking the, an all-star with the highest handicap, so keep an eye on uh, on that. Um, man, it's tough. Like you guys, yeah, you guys did a good job. Henry Miller should have been probably in the main event. He want to look for a long shot. Henry Miller, sixteen JT, with this parity, with this, with this. I'm out. Depth of class, uh, you're I'm out. out. He's not Miller time for me. Not, yeah, he's not great in Supercross. He's very good outdoors. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um. Bloss is a three, so that's getting Bloss was a value pick for a while, but now he's a three. It's getting a little tougher to, to pick Benny now um, than it was. And uh, Chad Reed's a six, everybody, after that finish. So what was he last week? Do you remember? Anybody? He was a four. Four, yeah. So now he's a six, so Chad might be, again, a good pick, Dan. What do you think? Um, I can let you know on Saturday around around. 2 p.m. Okay, so fantastic. <laughs> you could just you could just text that out to everybody. That'd be fake, right? It'd be great. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll post that. I, I don't know, honestly. Just uh, how good how good will he do? His best finish is a tenth. So if he got tenth again, that'd be great. Yep. But I am in on some Chad Reed. You're in on two. Of I am in. Right. I am as well. I think he's a good pick this week. I agree. All right. Two of his last four races, he's gotten twenty second. That's all right. Stop playing defense, Dan. I am in. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I wanted to. Pick, I was going to pick him last weekend, and I'm glad I didn't. But uh, I mean, he'll probably be on my team this week. So I think right now, if I had to pick a team, I pick Baggett as my all star. I pick Chad Reed. I pick uh, Seven Deuce Deuce. I can't pick him, but I would pick him. And then uh, I would pick Dakota Tedder if he races. Uh, what about you, Paul? What do you like? I like Chad Reed. We talked about that. I like it. Um, I think he's a rebound-type guy, and he's going to rebound. I think he's been getting better. And it's always good to take a guy after he has an awful weekend because you get a more generous handicap. So 
Um, I think you have to walk through the door that's open there. Um, I want to talk about a flyer just because I think it's possible with Chiz not racing, there's another spot in there, and he made a main early in the year, but, man, this is a loose pick. JT is out. I know it already, but I think if there's one guy that could get in that is a high handicap, it's Brandon Scher. Uh, oh, no way. Tricky. Yeah, he just missed it by one. Tricky. He missed it by one. I think he could do it. Yeah, I think he could do it. Um, that's if we're talking high handicaps. But again, I'm not saying I'm going to do that. But I'm saying right. he's the most most lookable. So, um, but I like I like Chad Reed for my uh, all star. I agree with Dan. I think at Baggett, um, I have no idea to the extent of his injury, um, but. He really, he was pretty spicy last week, I think. I mean, he was fighting Weston Pike the whole time, so I think he can get top six. Um, I think Dino's a decent pick. I took him last year or last week at a zero, so I don't see why you wouldn't take him this week at a zero. Um, for some reason, I'm in on Subaroff a little bit, which the value's gone away. He's yeah. now a nine, yep. 11, but I think he's kind of guaranteed to be in the main, and I think he's at the stage and kind of – you know, in his progression that he is looking to finish the laps. Like for me, seven deuce deuce and an 11, I don't really like that. The only, I mean, he, we need guys to DNF, I think for him to, mm-hmm. to pay off. Cause I just, I just don't think he's as good in the full 20 as, as I say, super is maybe. Um, but man, this class is tricky. Tickle's no longer, a, no longer double points. So he's an all-star. So he's kind of, he was on my radar. He's out now kind of. Um, so there's not a lot on here. It's definitely not an easy yeah. list to look at. Mookie's been really high every week for fantasy points, but he's a four now, and he's got a shoulder. He's, he should have a shoulder injury. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as big on picking Mookie. I've almost been picking him every alternate weekend, like every other weekend. I've been picking him, but you guys made it four now from what it was. I think it was a five, and then he's got this shoulder. So might be a little wary of that. Justin Starling will be in 250, so he won't be there, I'm pretty sure. I like the, I like Tedder, JT. What about that? If, if Tedder's there, are you on that bandwagon like us three? Um, yeah, if he's 100%, I'm in. But I, I have no idea you know, where he's at, so we'll have to see on, on Saturday. Um, Who do you like? But yeah, I, I agree with, with everybody. This is a re, it's a really tough list this week. Uh, I'm out on 7 deuce deuce at an 11. Um it's difficult. I don't think there's a like Dan said. I don't think there's a high score coming out of out of this 450 class. And if you get over 100 and you know 30, 140, you're you're killing it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't like Subaross as much as you guys. Or JT, what's your thoughts on Subaross? I'm all right with it. He's going to make the main. Yeah. No, I, um, I'm, I'm with there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you know if you're okay with him getting 16, 17, 18 place. Yeah. Um, I'm good with that. You know, you're always taking the chance he's going to DNF or not qualify, but I don't think it's a bad pick. What about Paul's Brandon Shear? I'm out. Completely out. Completely. I'm not, I'm not afraid to share with you that I'm out. He, he missed it by one. I told you he's out. He, he missed it. What? I yeah. You know how many points you got for missing yeah. by one? Zero. Yeah. But Chiz is, Chiz is out and he missed it by one. So logically. Better's back. <laughs> we think, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Hey, uh, hey, Steve, do you read the do you read the roulette wheel history when you go to the casino as well? Uh, I don't. No. <laughs> I actually do, which is horrible math. My my uh, my wife does. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. But I do, and I know better, but I do. So, um, 
What yes. about Bowers at a six? We all took him at a six. Oh, no. Yeah. The bear. Well, I mean, he's, we he's got 14. It's not a bad pick. It, yeah. it wasn't huge value, but, I mean, it wasn't like it was terrible. The hardest pick for me this week is going to be 250 first lap leader. There's so many of them. Who leads that? <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> you are just ridiculous. It's hard. I mean, I still have the same odds. My odds didn't change, but some guys got better. So Dan has lost more points than I have gained this year. <laughs> yeah, you got to stop that, Dan. All right, I'm uh, still beating. I'm still beating you. I pick it every weekend, and I'm still beating you. What does that say? Uh, That's give what I'm me, saying. you've lost more points than I've earned. Give me, uh, give me four, Dan. I did. Baggett, um, uh, Tedder. I like. Um, I don't remember. I already gave them to you, though. Okay. All right. Chad Reed. Chad Reed. And um, uh, seven deuce deuce, but I can't pick them. But that's my fourth guy. Okay. Paul. Um, Subaros. Subs, huh? for an all-star. Yeah, Subs. I think Bowers. I can't take Bowers, but I think Bowers is a good pick. Um, Dean Wilson. Dino. Yeah, I got, got decent points for sure. Um... All right, JT, what about you? My team would be Dino, Christian Craig, um, Tedder, and Tomac. Tomac? Tomac, I'm in. So Tomac's back just for you, like just, he's back. Oh, yeah, 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 Tomac's, he's. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. And <laughs> honestly, it's it's really not that. It's his track record at Indy has been superb. Yeah, so I'm in. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh nobody likes that Tickle All-Star pick like at a 7? Tickles mean, all over the map. Yeah, but just maybe because of this the amount of dudes that are, you know, are are getting out, maybe Tickles good now. I don't know. It's not that he's not good. It's just yeah. he's had a he's been kind of erratic for me. Okay. All right. Um, all right, anybody else? Anything else? Good luck this weekend, everybody. Good luck with this 250 class because it is just bonkers. Just absolutely bonkers. Um, I cannot wait to see the tweets and the memes. I can't wait. I'm more excited for that <laughs> yeah. than, I, than, than a lot of other things in life. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful and sad at the same time, Paul. That's, that's all, that's all right. together, right. Uh, thanks to uh, ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Ride100%.com, the Cowie guys, uh, Dan Truman, Paul Perbinos, Jason Thomas. I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks, boys. See ya. Thanks. See ya.